Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So upon further review, apparently there was an injury situation in the NFL we should have been paying closer attention to at the quarterback spot. We will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we will do so with the man himself. Everything he touches turns into success. All he did was marry an Italian, and they are now Euro Cup champions. Uh, Notre Dame is back, Brady Quinn. Notre Dame walks into the ACC, says, yeah, hey, we'll play in your conference so you guys can get a little bit of buzz during a pandemic. And they dominate all the way up until that last game. But Point being, they dominated, they played well, Notre Dame's back, Italia is back, Brady Quinn, how the hell are we feeling on a Monday morning? Great, man. I, I am back. Back home after that that long trip in Denver doing some investigative reporting. You know how we like to do that here. It's usually over a couple of beers, but I digress. Uh, we're feeling good, feeling good, especially with the uh, the Italian victory in the Euro Cup. And, and as I, I will again repeat myself, my wife fully unaware that the Euro Cup was even going it's on fine. until I brought it to her attention. <laughs> and then she started to celebrate with a few glasses of wine that she probably would have had regardless of the wine. <laughs> or not <laughs> yeah that was just that just tilted her over the edge because there's a different you can have one glass of wine but once there's a celebration in order you know how this works then you go full bottle full throttle like that that is how this works so the italian national team uh they are euro cup champions john palmarosi is going to join us here uh coming up uh in uh we'll call it about 20 minutes from now here on fox sports radio he will speak f- uh, fluid italian also some mlb news and notes we are at the all-star break so we'll get into that here with uh, jp coming up uh, Uh, 20 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get into this, though. All right. So um, Cam Newton was having a a conversation, uh, you know, uh, over the past couple of days just uh, about, you know, where he's at health wise. And one of the discussions was, 
last time he was healthy. And he pointed out the last time he was healthy was 2016. And he talked about in December of 2016, he tried to make a tackle on an interception and he ended up jacking up his shoulder. And he just sort of discussed, you know, I haven't been the same since. Now, Cam Detractors would say, "Uh, whatever, this is a guy trying to use injury as an excuse for what was going on. But I got to be honest with you, man. First of all, I love Cam Newton. So let, let me just go ahead and preface this. I love Cam Newton, love his approach, love last year in New England, became a bigger fan with the way he handled everything in New England. I, I think, he, I think he's, he's being legitimate. I think he's being honest here. I, I, and, and the more you think about how his career has kind of gone down this road, you look at it and go, he may be onto something here. I don't know if he's going to be the same, but I do think injury has been the real cause for what has happened with Cam Newton, who went from MVP of the league to where he's at right now in New England, trying to revitalize his career, coming back on a one-year deal or was it a two-year deal? Or I mean, yeah. it's basically a one-year, but you know, two years in term. But basically, coming back all the way around, trying to revitalize his career after playing for a million and change last year in Foxborough. It's uh, look. It, it's shedding some light on what I think a lot of players deal with and experience. But you know, not many get themselves up to the MVP level of the league, and then experience this sort of setback. And that's essentially what he was admitting to. You know, he yeah. won the MVP in 2015, comes back in 2016. Team doesn't have you know quite the same year. I mean, look, their defense wasn't as good in 2016 as it was in 2015, right? If you can recall, they were dominant. I mean, yeah. that regular season, we, we kind of tend to forget how good he was, how good they were. You know, you had Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis running around busting skulls on that defense, and Cam Newton between throwing through the air uh, and, but also running, I mean, impacting in that way. He was phenomenal. They were phenomenal. They went 15-1. Yeah. You know, they could have been one of those teams that went undefeated. And so the following year, he throws a pick. He runs down to make the tackle, ends up injuring his shoulder, and it's never really been the same since. And the interesting thing about that is I remember calling a game, and North Turner came down. He took over as the play caller. And I remember calling a game, talking to them throughout the production meetings, talking to him, talking to them. And he said, yeah, there's, there's a lot of mechanical things we kind of had to work on because it's, it's, it's hard to find a time when Cam's ever 100% healthy. Like he's dealing with an ankle. Remember, he got into that car accident too. Yeah. Ended up, you know, I think he hurt his back maybe in that in, in that incident. I, I think he didn't he have a couple of fractures. Like that yeah. was a, a much bigger deal than I think a lot of people realized. And 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 so then he dealt with some ankle injuries, especially as much as he runs, as much as he gets hit. They talked about it a lot, you know, after the Super Bowl in particular when they lost to the Denver Broncos. And, and I just think when you look at his entire career. You kind of have to scratch your head only because this is either a case of, well, this is what happens when you get a quarterback that runs the football too much, or this is just a guy that has one of the most talented you know, human beings, specimens we've ever seen in the NFL. He's unfortunately just dealt with a ton of injuries and some bad luck. And, and I'm starting to think more of the latter. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it has anything to do with how much he's run because anyone who's seen Cam Newton knows that he looks like Superman. I mean, I, I know he does that as a touchdown celebration, but that dude is as big and athletic as you will ever find of, of any athlete. Like, when he walks out on the field, it was all, almost like Brandon Jacobs, who played running back back in the day for the New York Giants, who now is trying to make a comeback at DN. He I, looked I hope like he a makes DN. it, by the way. But I, 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 I do too. It. <laughs> I, I, but, but the funny thing was is when I saw that news, I was like, he looked like a DN. I remember he'd walk out on the field. And I was like, man, who's that dude? And they were like, that's Brandon Jacobs. And then I'd look at our defense and be like, I'd look at our safeties and go, you're going to have to tackle that guy? All right. All right, good luck, man. Um, but he's like that. Like, he's got he, – he, if you had to put a, a football in his hand and see him warming up and you just saw him walk out in there on the field, you might think in today's game he's now an edge rusher. I mean, he looks that physically imposing. But you did see the, the drop-off, I think, in consistency, in accuracy, everything from that season moving forward. Now, if you look at their 2017 season, they played well as a team. I, I didn't think he threw it quite as well as he did in 2018. But that year, that was when North Turner got there, and, and they started to work on a lot of a more controlled passing game. And it was a lot more targets to Christian McCaffrey, a lot easier throws underneath. And I do wonder how much of that had to do with his shoulder, 
how much of it was either, you know, trying to make him to be more refined as a pocket passer, but not subject him to more of these hits, not subject him to more injuries. And I think that's really been the one thing that's probably, you know, been the unfortunate part about his career is you, you always look back and say, what if? Because if he was healthy and if he could have replicated what he did in 2015, you're talking about a guy that I think people would look at as a Hall of Famer. And he might yeah. be anyway, considering the fact that I, I think that I saw a stat the other day, like because Adrian Peterson is a free agent, uh, Frank Gore is a free agent. Um, there was another older running back in that mix, but I think Cam Newton now has the most rushing career rushing touchdowns in the league of any player. One of the things they always say when it comes to the Hall of Fame, they, uh, it's sort of, uh, can you write the story of the NFL and leave him out? Because if you can't, then that guy is probably a Hall of Famer. You can't write the story of the NFL and leave Cam Newton out. I'm sorry. No, nobody's ever done it like this. Nobody's ever, Brady. Nobody's ever played the position like this. So we, no. we can, like you, you can talk about mobile. Co- is there anybody in the history of the NFL outside of Tom Brady? And I have no idea how he does it. But if if you've got a fourth and one and you need one quarterback to get that yard, is there anybody in the history of the NFL you want other than Cam Newton? No, I, I mean, I, 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 I will go back and say this about Cam Newton, too, because I think one of the things that gets lost in the entire conversation is how good he was in college. Like the one year he had at Auburn, he broke and set every single season SEC record. Yeah. Like th- that one year he had. And if you look at, for example, what was around him at Auburn in comparison to, for example, what was around Tim Tebow at Florida, it's not even close. <laughs> And the crazy thing about that is, imagine what Florida would have been with Cam, not Tim. Imagine how much better, and that's scary to think, and maybe even scary. I'm sure there's some people who don't want to hear this, but imagine how much better they would have been. (laughs) That's the crazy thing, is if you would have had Cam Newton there, and if you would have stayed at Florida, it would have been even scary to think how good that team would have been versus one with Tim Tebow. Who It was almost an afterthought That's after that single season with Cam when you go, he was the most physically dominant of any player. Someone asked me last year, they said, you could have one quarterback one season in college football, who would it be in the history? I go, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. He was the most physically impressive dominant player. Now, Vince Young kind of comes up there too when you think about it, but Cam Newton was the first one that came to my mind because I was thinking, dude, he did that with really no help. When you go back and look at the roster and how many guys moved on in the NFL and compare it to that, those Florida teams, for example – Look at the difference between wide receivers, running backs. I mean, Percy Harvin, Urban Myers told us he was the greatest college football player he ever coached was Percy Harvin. Yeah. As far as how dynamic and explosive he could be, Cam Newton didn't have that. So even when you go back to his college years, because he really only played one year, you know, he's going to be a guy that I think doesn't get as much respect as he should for how good of a player he was. Now, but you keep mentioning, uh, you know, like uh, Florida. You mean Chris Leak's uh, Florida Gators, right? I, well, like uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. again, Chris Leak, who gets forgotten where he yes, did win a national course. championship yeah. as a starting quarterback, but because worry, Tim Tebow he, was on the roster. Well, he had a jump pass. Yeah. I mean, you remember that's that? Right. There was a jump that's pass. Right. Yeah, he, that's right. He played a, yeah. at some point in the game, so everyone just <laughs> anoints it as he was the starting. He wasn't. It was, he was a backup and a situational player, but yes, no. Yeah, yeah Chris Leak just gets lost in the, the, the annals of, of Florida Gators football history. Yeah, listen, Brady, you know the rules here. Like, if you tell the true story about Tim Tebow, that's going to be three Our Fathers. All right, so I need to get that done during the break. we got to make sure we, we got to make sure we complete the task here on Fox Sports Radio. We don't want to piss anybody off. But but point on, on the whole Cam Newton discussion, I, I, look, I, I'm nowhere close to being a professional athlete. I'm not even close to being an amateur athlete. But all I'll say is this. I've, done, I've, I've torn my rotator cuff twice. And it's just always there, there's just always been something you just feel like it, it's never quite the same. I had a buddy who uh, tore up his shoulder boxing and he can no longer do certain things because there's always been an issue. If your shoulder goes as a quarterback and Cam Newton is saying, look, man, 2016 tried to make a tackle, AC joint busted it up and I've never been the same. That's a that's not just him making stuff up and just saying, well, you know, and people like, oh, whatever, man, you know, you can get surgery or, or take care of it and you're going to be fine. That's just always going to be an issue the rest of his career. Right. I mean, just, at oh, least man. mentally. I remember 2012, I had a posterior labrum tear and I was just doing everything I could to try to get through the season. 
because I didn't want to go on IR. I had a bad run of luck, having a, a Liz Frank injury, I had to have pins put in my finger, uh, a couple separate seasons in Cleveland, so I had to go on IR then. And, and the problem was at that point in time in my career, once you start getting that tag of, of being the guy who you know goes on IR, like much like no, not that I ever you know I got to the point where Jimmy Garoppolo has played. But you start getting that tag where you're like, oh, he can't stay healthy. can't stay healthy. He's not reliable. He's not durable enough. And so I was like, I just need to fight through this. And it might look like hot garbage, but I need to at least prove I can finish this out. And, and so I was getting it shot up. I was getting my, my chest injected for a, um, with Novocaine for, for a little like bruised, cracked rib slash torn cartilage. And I had a posterior labrum tear. And I was like, well, I've got to go out and finish this thing out. And I remember coming out certain days and just being like, I, I literally can't throw as much on Wednesdays. Because it was it was so sore, I felt like I had dead arm for like the last five weeks of that season. But again, you can't complain about it. You can't make it an excuse. It's just what you got to play through, and that's the toughest part I think about playing any position in the NFL. Is when you start getting into weeks 13, 14 of the season, everyone's banged up. I mean, everyone's banged up, and you're literally playing through it. And so the teams that end up being the healthier teams are usually the ones that don't have guys missing games because that just goes to show you how bad some of those injuries are at that point in time in the year. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. So listen, we uh, for you uh, degenerate gamblers out there when it comes to Cam Newton, I don't know if you see this, Brady Quinn, but uh, on Fox Bet right now, week one starters, uh, you got a couple of options here. You can go Cam Newton minus 300. All right, so, so minus 300 means you got to lay 300 to win 100. You can go Mac Jones plus 225. So if you think the rookie is going to actually make an impact and, and Belichick's going to do what he never does and play a, a rookie quarterback, plus 225. Or you can get real really really daring here and you can go jared stidham plus 1200 yeah. right so yeah. so basically what that means uh <laughs> is that there there's a better chance of et taking the first snap under center for the patriots this year than jared stidham is yeah, basically what they're saying I, I, here. Look, it's going to be cam unless again he, he gets injured and, and the other thing that factors into all this because you mentioned bill belichick it's also josh mcdaniels you know, Josh McDaniels, who a lot of people look at him as like the coach in waiting there in New England. Yeah. He's going to have, I think, a ton of say in who ends up being the guy. And just from having played in the system and being around him, he's not going to want a guy who's operating within his first year. Even though Mac Jones, I think, was as NFL ready as any quarterback in this past year's draft, there is so much that's on your plate. Having been in it for a year gives you so much more experience and really – trust from Josh McDaniels like that's a huge thing for him with the quarterback because in that system you're an extension of him out there on the field you have a lot of different things that you can go to and how he wants the offense run he's going to want the experience not only of in New England but also just in general with Cam Newton out there week one as opposed to Mac Jones I believe that that's what they're going to say is their best chance to win right away He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, we are going to hear from a man who has been telling you for weeks and weeks, watch for this team, watch for this team, and what do you know? The team got it done. Find out who we're talking about next here. It's Outkick the Coverage right here. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, um, I really enjoyed doing something for years and years. It is a tradition in the world of sports. I really, really enjoyed doing it. And that was ripped away from me by Brady Quinn. (laughs) Ripped away and ripped out of my cold, dead hands. Uh, It's uh, so hypocritical. It's so hypocritical. And you (laughs) do it. Like, I I don't know if people out there who are listening right now have a friend or a buddy that (laughs) makes fun of other people for stuff and then does something very similar. Like, that's, that's essentially what you're doing. Yeah, you just don't expose them, uh, you know, uh, nationally or on social media. For <laughs> you do, though. That's, that's one thing I, I will say. You you absolutely do. So, uh, uh, but again, punches. I told yeah, you that. Listen, a, so a tradition unlike any other that's been uh, ripped away from me by Brady Quinn. We'll get into that here coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Uh, so we are going to catch up with uh, the great John Paul Morosi coming up here uh, momentarily, Brady Quinn. Uh, the uh, Italy are Euro Cup champions. Uh, they are the champions of Europe. Uh, John Paul Morosi has been trying to tell everybody about this uh, for a long, long time. Uh, but uh, but Italy are the champions. Uh, so JP is going to have a, a conversation with us about that coming up here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so you were in Denver uh, over the past couple of days. Uh, you were there. Uh, you were uh, golfing your ass off uh, playing well I, I presume uh, it, it's it, the stay ended up being longer so I'm assuming you made the cut for the weekend correct we, we did we made the cut for the weekend we a- ended up finishing third so we were in the money uh, if for anyone who's been a part of what's called a Calcutta uh, it, it's a pretty fun little event to be a part of uh, different people can bid on their teams buy portions of teams there's there's usually a pot in this particular one 
$219,000. That was how big amongst Jesus. all five flights the pot really? was. Their first flight was $71,000. So this was as big of a Calcutta tournament that I'd ever been a part of. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. Uh, tough conditions. It was really, really windy out there. Uh, and then at, at some point, too, you know, here's what happens. I think this, this is probably like most golfers out there. When things aren't going well, you just start going to the swing juice, all right? You got to have a couple <laughs> pops in you, and uh, hopefully you can loosen some things up, get some things going in the right direction. Um, but, but yeah, no, it, we, you know, we, we played pretty good. Probably could have played a little better. I don't think we would have caught the first-place team. They played lights out. Uh, but, yeah, we won, won a little money from it. So it was a successful weekend. $200,000 in the golf tournament? Okay, <laughs> for, it's, it's right, absurd, dude. That's, that's insane. Here's, uh, so the, only, the last time I golfed was at your charity golf event. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and there's no $200,000 flying around. It, it's no, basically we, we're it, not props on every that. hole. I, yeah. I, I think if you could make a hole-in-one, if you could make a hole-in-one, uh, I figure we've probably got a money hole at some point. I don't even know if the pay the payout might be like two hundred fifty thousand. It depends on it depends on what the insurance, how much it costs for that. Uh, so I'll have to go back and look. But I think that's like one of the cash prizes. But I mean, think about that. That's there's such a slim chance of that actually happening, even even at a scramble golf outing. Uh, by the way, for people, uh, just to paint a little picture for you, at Brady Quinn's charity golf. And keep in mind, I I don't I don't golf at all. Like I don't know anything about. I was I was texting you before the golf event like hey man um you know I, I don't have golf shoes like like what what do i wear i don't i don't know what the the customs are i, I don't go to golf courses i i don't i don't know how this works well, and, yeah, I and said, you, you just you be like up, jim mcmahon don't wear any shoes whatsoever that's, he, yeah, he that, plays golf barefoot it, yeah. which is weird that the whole that whole thing is weird but but i, I digress uh but you you actually responded back to me and, and i remember you're like Dude, you're overthinking this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like. Listen, it is, it is not what you what you think you've seen on television when it comes to golf. And then you show up there, and on one of the holes at Brady Quinn's charity golf tournament was a golf ball cannon to where you paid a guy like five bucks, and he would put a golf ball in a cannon and shoot it, and and that would be your swing. Like that would be your from the tee box on on a certain hole. And I just remember thinking to myself, why did I overthink this? Like, like, what, what did I think I was actually <laughs> getting myself into so once i saw that the, uh, the the cannon was happening and then also the fact that you know i show up there it's uh, it's 10 in the morning and uh, the first thing anybody does is say all right here you go and it's a shot of jameson i knew we were in for trouble well we're yeah, we, we, there. we yeah. make sure to spread the course with uh, alcohol in every single hole uh, our, our, our basic uh, our basic slogan is if there's no booze we lose yes um, and so <laughs> yeah that, that, that's why a lot of times like those we can we can make it a, a hole in one for a million dollars People are so inebriated, there's no chance they're going to actually be able to make it. So yeah. it's a pretty safe insurance bet. That's why we, we usually are just like, you know, we'll, we'll pay a decent little premium policy for it. But for the most part, no one's making any hole-in-ones. No one's going that low in that tournament. Yeah, it's a, it's a damn good time, though. All right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, is out kick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we are going to get into why this is a big-time week in the NFL. A lot of people may not want to uh, have this discussion. They may not want to go there. It's too doom and gloom, but we will go there. That's coming up here 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, the complete opposite of doom and gloom. This is a man who showed up here week after week. He tried to tell you Italia you ignored him he tried to tell you again Italia you blew him off he tried to tell you again Italia you weren't paying attention and that's your fault because you could have won a bunch of money had you been paying attention John Paul Morosi Fox Sports Radio MLB Insider MLB Network NHL Network and above all else especially the past couple of weeks our Italian Soccer Insider JP the Euro Cup Championship goes back home to the old lady as they call it the italian national team our euro cup champions how are we feeling on a monday morning oh io sono molto felice mi amici uh, it's a beautiful morning my friends i i was watching the game yesterday with my with my family and my, my daughters I, I gotta tell you you know I, i'm usually pretty even keeled when i watch sports i you know, just because of you know being a broadcaster you, you sort of get used to that but this is the one team for whom I will allow myself to get back to being 
10-year-old John Morosi and being very emotionally invested. And just and so when, when they were having penalties, I was on the floor rolling around, like pounding the floor, just, just, just basically exclaiming, Gigio, Gigio, bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> so I was, I was really, I was kind of losing it a little bit. But my, my daughters were like, Dad, like, you okay, man? What's going on? I said, Girls, just like, guarda, 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 watch, watch. So it was, uh, it was a beautiful, uh, a beautiful day and uh, an incredible moment. And it, when Bonucci scored, it was funny. My, my wife was just walking back into the room when Bonucci scored the tying goal, and she was, and I just like, you know, started screaming and jumping all over the place. And she was like, John, John, are you okay? I'm like. This is this is great. This is like I, I was just I was I was allowing myself to just get totally into the moment. And I tell you what, it's 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 important, guys, and it's healthy because you know obviously I I, I love sports so much, but I love them and I love talking about the stories and telling the stories. But it's important to be able to get into there and just, and live the story and and be a fan again. And that was uh, that was my day yesterday. And as you guys well know, that was, that was my time for the last month watching this team. It was so much fun. That's sports, baby. The best reality TV there is. Right. There's just nothing like it. But JP, be honest. When England scored within what the first two minutes of the match, <laughs> you had to have been you had to have been a little nervous. I know I know you're Italian. My wife's Italian. I witness how this works. There tends to be a little pessimism usually from the Italians when you get down like that in a game yes. or any sort of series. So talk to me about the emotions after England went up within the first two minutes. It, it, yeah, J- JP, Italy looked terrible early on. Let's be honest. They here. Did. It, it looked like they had a big bowl of meatballs and pasta. Oh, right come on, come I'm on, just saying. Me. I'm just saying. All right. No, and you're right. You're right, Brady. That that's you have captured. Obviously, through your wife, you've captured the Italian psyche perfectly because that is how I was feeling. I was uh, nervous, uh, and and to Jonas's point too, they you know Italy had not and still really hasn't been the same team since Spinazzola's injury, and so they they had done such a great job linking up between Spinazzola and Insigne. Uh, Spinazzola, of course, the elite left back, and he was out now with this Achilles injury. And so to miss his influence, I think, changed the team. And they had to win in a little different way. But that's where I think if, if I was to break it down, it, it put on my analyst hat for one moment. I do think Mancini utilized his subs and his bench better than Southgate did. And I think you saw the second half, Italy, even the latter stages of the first half, they got better and better. Chiesa was brilliant. Uh, of course, you know he eventually had to be subbed off as well for injury, but he was tremendous. He, he's someone that has really grown on me. I, I, I watched him play a little bit at the club level and, and wasn't totally sold on him, but then he's gotten better and better and more dynamic. Uh, and so really I was incredibly impressed by the way he played. And, and of course, Bonucci scores the goal as a defender off the set piece, uh, which was a great moment. And then, of course, Donnarumma to save three in, in penalties was just brilliant and, and really, to me, affirming that he is, as I was saying yesterday, Il portiere più bravo del tutto del mondo, the greatest goalkeeper of the world, and that is uh, Gigi Donnarumma right now. Uh, there he is, uh, John Pomerosi here, uh, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so JP, uh, this is our kick the coverage here on FSR. So let's talk a little bit of uh, MLB. Uh, we are at the All Star break. Uh, if I were if I were to tell you at this point of the season, most impressive and most disappointing team, which way are we going? Most impressive relative expectations has to be the Giants. Uh, I don't think anybody expected they would be a first-place team at this stage of the year, but here they are. And they keep finding ways to win. Uh, and it's been a nice mix of old and new, some of the old guard that was there winning championships in, in 12 and 14, certainly, and obviously Posey from 10. But and then some of the very good pitching that they have handled uh, it really brought them in, and, and Di Scalfani's been great. Wood has been great. Gossman's been great. So I think for me, they've been the most surprising team on the positive side. I think those that disappointed, the Cardinals uh, being where they are right now, uh, it really is a, a bit of a surprise, but it just shows you how much they really rely on Jack Flaherty. Uh, and and they're, they're still somewhat in the race. But, but, goodness, the Brewers have played so well. The Brewers, another team on the positive side, their rotation 
Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, one of the best in, in all of baseball. And then I think I have to mention, you know, the tough news over the weekend for the Braves with, with Acuna being out. But that, I, I think they have really struggled. I, I believe it's still accurate. They have never been above 500 at any point in time this entire season. And, and that's just, it's a tough thing to, to say for a team that was within a couple brilliant Mookie Betts plays of being a World Series team last year. Hold on, hold on, JP. I, I want to go back to something in regards to the Euro Cup. All right, I know, I know, I know it's you know all star, the all star break and everything else, but I, I, I do see some people who feel like Italy didn't so much win it as England's manager Southgate kind of maybe botched how he went about the penalty kicks, bringing in Rashford and, and Sancho. Uh, you you got to take me through that. I mean. Was it a little bit questionable with that decision at that point in time when talking about PKs, or do you just rely purely on a manager to know who's going to be best in that scenario? Because it obviously didn't work out for England. Well, Brady, that, that is an excellent question, my friend. Well phrased, and, and you're right. There has been a lot of heat on Southgate uh, with respect to the way he organizes his penalty takers. It was interesting. I saw the comment made on on, on Twitter. Uh, it was Joshua Clipperton, who actually is a great hockey reporter in Canada, where he where there was the the the, the video before penalties of, of Prince William speaking to uh, to Kate about about who the penalty takers would be. You could sort of see him on his on his fingers saying, "Okay, here's one, here's two, here's three, here's four. I'm not sure who's going to be fifth. You can almost read his lips." And and basically, he Joshua said that is every England fan. So clearly, England was less was less optimistic about their penalty takers than we were with the Italians. And, and I would say this too. Uh, yes, I, I do think in general uh, maybe that you could have had Realist take a, take a penalty, which I probably would have done uh, if I was Southgate. But, but also, uh, overall, if, if we're going to say, was this a game that England lost or Italy won? Yes, I realize there's the whole, uh, you know, and I have many England fans in my family you know, that, that are close with me that, 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 were, that were bummed out, but and penalties for them have been a bugaboo for many times in the past. But listen, Italy has not lost a match, Brady, as, as you know through your family. Italy has not lost a match in like, years, okay? So, yeah. so I, have a hard time, I have a hard time saying this was in any way England's fault, okay? Italy has been the class of European football for two years. They are the rightful champions. There's no, this is not a manager's fault. This is not even the fault of the players. England, uh, England played a good game early on, and Italy was the better team on the day. Look at possession numbers. Italy deserved to win. They're the rightful winners. I hope it was a, I, I'm sure it was a triumphant, victorious day at the Quinn household. I know it was for us as well. And uh, well. Italy was just, they were the rightful, they were the rightful winner. Now, now at some point in time, Brady, now, now there will be a final at some point when, when, when like Ireland plays Italy, and then I'll just have to ask you how you oh, handle wow. it. Wow! Okay. Oh, a drinking but, but, contest? We're not doing yeah. that soccer. Come on now. Maybe maybe <laughs> okay, rugby. Okay. Maybe rugby. Okay. I don't okay. Know. Very good. Uh, well, and I would say that there was one a friendly between the U.S. and Italy a couple of years ago, which was which was emotional. It's it's one of those things where when when Team USA, which I'm very invested in, and we'll certainly talk about them and their journey to the World Cup in the months ahead. But when Italy plays the U.S., it certainly it really kind of plays in your emotions a little bit, but fortunately, there were no such conflicts for me yesterday. I was all in on Italy, and uh, it was just great to watch the result. Is there is there a baseball comp before we let you go, JP? Because Italy owns England. Like for people that aren't familiar with the history, Eng- England cannot beat them. And the fact that they had look the ten the start to the game yesterday, in which England you know was all over the place, and Italy was the better team throughout the rest of the way. Then they get to penalty kicks. It's in England. It's at Wembley Stadium. It's in their own backyard, and still they come up short. Is there a baseball comp to one team that just owns the other? Like, mm-hmm. is, is there a comp to that? Because I was thinking about that. England can't beat them. Literally cannot right. beat them, in, in, especially in big time tournament play. Well, that's a great point. I, I would say, and, and here's the comp that comes to mind: it's the Yankees and the Twins in Ooh. the playoffs. Oh, Remember the the, the oh, Twins boy. and Yankees that met in the playoffs. Yes, I gotta say, like four or five times in the last two decades, and, and it's amazing. I, I covered the last the last time the Twins won a playoff game. Period. Uh, and the last time they also won a game against the Yankees was game one of the 2004 ALDS. I was 22 years old. 
I had just graduated from college. I was writing for the Albany Times Union, and I covered that game at Yankee Stadium. Jock Jones was the hero, oh, and I man. said, and, and and I remember this, guys. I, like I actually had back then. This is going to surprise you. I had a full head of hair. I was a 22 year old <laughs> who actually had just graduated from college. I had a full head of hair, uh, and and that's how that's how the, the, the Twins have not won a playoff game since I was a 22 year old just out of college, which tells you that was a long time ago, my friend. And that was LaTroy Hawkins, right? He was a member of that yes. Twins bullpen, correct? Yeah. LaTroy, oh, Joe Nathan. Eddie Gardado? Is that, yes, the Eddie yes. Gardado time. Oh, exactly. Man. That was Jesse Crane. Uh, th- those were the names back in the wow. day. But, yes, th- that, that Twins team was, was good. They had Johan Santana, of course. But uh, they have never been able to beat the Yankees in the playoffs ever since then. It's like they're all in their last 16 or 17 playoff games, period. So certainly that's the one thing I could say. I feel, I feel like Italy v. England – is like the Yankees v. the Twins. Well, listen, uh, I, I didn't know you were going to go that direction, so I want to take the time right now to apologize. <laughs> listen, I want to take the time to apologize to our Lord and Savior, Scott Shapiro. Uh, he is a Minnesota Twin fan through and through. Uh, and, uh, sorry, I, I'm sure he. Had, yeah, listen, uh, sorry, I, I, I apologize. Uh, that's the boss here. I want to say I didn't know John was going to go there and bring up old stuff. But nonetheless, uh, always a, a fun chat with uh, John Palmarosi here, uh, MLB insider for Fox Sports Radio, MLB Network, NHL. Chill Network. JP, congrats. Italia brings it home. We're at the All-Star break. It's going to be a fun next couple of months here. Grazie mille, mi amici. Una conversazione della cuore. A conversation of the heart as it always is, my friend. I always enjoy catching up with you both and have a wonderful week and enjoy the All-Star game tomorrow. Thanks, JP. He's Thank the you, best. Uh, it is uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. I'll kick the coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, it is uh, it is a big-time week in the NFL. Some things need to get done, or they're just not going to get done at all. We'll get into all of that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com com the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Um, there's something I, I've been doing since I was a child. It was ruined by Brady Quinn. Absolutely ruined. <laughs> ripped out of my hands. Ripped away yeah. from me. Uh, we will get into yeah. that discussion here coming up uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. It Hope was necessary, though. Again, yeah. it was necessary. Right. It, it's one of those hypocritical things that we all do as human beings. I do it, too. I'm not, not of this you know, specific act. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm yeah. also hypocritical in many ways. So Yeah. Well, listen, now uh, we will have that discussion coming up uh, 10 minutes from now. Uh, let, let's do a little bit of role play here. All right, and not the type uh, that many of you are thinking of. Get your minds out of the gutter. Right, we're trying to have a professional broadcast here. We're trying to do uh, some serious stuff. Uh, you are a player in the NFL who signed a franchise tag, and you got an opportunity to get a long-term deal done this week, uh, Thursday, by 4 Eastern time. What are you doing? You playing it out? You, uh, uh, what, what are we doing here? What's the approach? I'm playing it out for this reason. Uh, one, the free agency market will be booming next offseason. Let's not forget, the salary cap went down this past year, so it was a bad time to be a free agent. Just ask Juju Smith-Schuster, <laughs> who signed back with the Steelers on a one-year deal. What do you mean? He had all these other offers. What are you talking right. about, Brady? Well, yeah. after the TikTok videos came yeah. out, they realized that not only is it not really what you want to be doing before the game, uh, but, but probably not a good look for an NFL wide receiver anyway. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't think that you're going to take or accept any deal because you know there's going to be a ton of money there for you in the open market. And worst case scenario, they have to franchise tag you a second time. And so you're going to be even making a premium again on a one-year deal until the following, which this salary cap is going to only continue to go up from here with all the different revenue sources that are coming into the NFL. So I think for Chris Godwin with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Allen Robinson, who I don't know that he wants to be in Chicago long-term anyway, both those guys should be looking at this season with gigantic dollar signs in their eyes and really looking towards the future. And I know that might upset Bears fans. Maybe that upsets Bucks fans or other, just other players that are under the franchise tag. I, I think you'll see most of these guys decide to sign it, not agree to a long-term deal, and then look forward to what is going to be a big offseason next year for a lot of free agents. The Allen Robinson thing was funny because so he, you know, wanted this long term deal, wanted this long term deal. Uh, You know, they uh, they slapped the franchise tag on him, still wants a long term deal. And then he looks around and sees what everybody else is getting this offseason at the wide receiver position. And he could not sign the franchise tag fast enough. Oh, yeah. okay, I'll take your money. No problem. We're good here. We'll we'll go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll we'll take the money and we'll just move forward. And also. 
Look, when Bruce Arians comes out and he tells Chris Godwin, quote, your ass isn't going anywhere at the parade, it was probably Bruce Arians realizing, we're just going to slap the franchise tag on him. Yeah, he's probably going to be gone <laughs> after this, but we're just going to slap it on him and then roll with it. Like, it's just the way this well, stuff Well, it's also the more economical way of going. Even though the franchise tag for that position is going to be higher than maybe some others they try to re- renegotiate with, it still makes more sense in the long run to play it out, see how things go this year. Look, maybe you could get him back next year, but for most of these guys who are under the franchise tag, I think they're going to be happy to see free agency next year. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's how kick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. If you've ever had something you loved as a child ruined by an adult, don't worry. Brady Quinn did that to me. We'll talk about it next. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.